Right, generals, welcome to the One Graham Army Podcast. I am Graham. I'm here with the host of Pod Caviar, Mr. Woo! Tony Baltimore. Yes. Host of your podcast, <laughs> essentially yeah. just the other half of this podcast. Yeah, when I, when, hey, when my podcast is in the offseason, I just roam around, yeah. dude, and I'm just like... To. The, the end is near sign on the side of the street. And I'm like, listen to my, listen to my conspiracy. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I always appreciate you coming here. And when this was Sports with a Capital F, yeah. uh, your podcast felt like a cathartic place for me to oh, yeah. get weird. But yeah. now we're just getting weird. Yeah, now we're just getting all, super weird. All over the place. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, last week we did a really fantastic episode. I encourage all listeners Please to go do. back and check out the most, the most recent episode. I mm-hmm. think that was a... A red letter podcast. Um, after that podcast, we attempted, and I had to go be too long winded about it. We attempted to do a second podcast mm-hmm. in the interest of me having a podcast in my back pocket, which yeah. was a great idea. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you for uh, putting that out there, but mm-hmm. I'm not totally sure what we got was usable <laughs> on my end. So I did want, <laughs> I did want to revisit some of the things from that lost episode. Um, oh, yeah. We could do that. Because I wanted to talk a little bit today about the way I consume conspiracies. Okay. And if you could, you brought up a man, uh, his name was John, is it T-Dor? T-Tor. T-Tor. John Mm -hmm. T-Tor, who, uh, well, I'll let you explain who John T-Tor was. Try to, as concisely as possible. Oh, yeah. Basically, he was uh, in the early 2000s. He showed up on a uh, internet message board and he said he was from the future and he came back to get an IBM computer because (laughs) it had a certain uh, set of features that was needed in the future. And there was a number of things that we talked about that just, he basically debunked his old story. It was right. a, it was a it was a hoax, but yeah. And I mean, I'm was, willing to I'm certainly willing to dive into some of the finer points of yeah. it because it what was it? And so he wanted to get this IBM computer, but mm-hmm. what there was something else though about the reality to which he was going to return that I can't. Yeah, remember. he said that. Um, Every reality that he went back to was going to be 20% different than his reality. He was never going to be able to go back to his exact reality. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. That was was what it was. Yeah. Yeah, And it was. uh, Yeah. And he appeared on Reddit, right? No, no. This was this predated Reddit. This was AOL days. Oh, yeah. Oh, see. Yeah. yeah, See, maybe I I Uh didn't. I didn't. Now, now there is a subreddit for him, but. You know, right. it's not obviously. It's just yeah. a bunch of posting postings and probably hoax postings about yeah, things he it's, did. It's or a bunch predict. of uh, people trying to make sense of it right. when there's no sense to be made of it. Right, and I and certainly to the credit of the person who did that, mm-hmm. I'm sure that his. I, I don't know anything about it, right. other than what you discussed last time on the episode that no one will hear. But the, <laughs> uh, you know, I I do seem to remember you mentioning that he. Made a bunch of claims that didn't oh, yeah. come true. Yeah. He predicted some events that most certainly didn't happen. But mm-hmm. like you said, he would go back to a reality that was 20%, 20% different than different. his own. And that right. was what I focused in on because right. that was obviously the part of his story that doesn't yeah. add up. Yeah. And we said that. We like 20% is a big ass right. percentage of difference. Yeah. 20% of reality yeah. is a lot of reality. Yeah. So how would you even know that you would need this computer? Exactly. Yeah. Excuse me. I mean, that's... It's one of those things. Back then, um, 
you're talking about you riding off the coattails of like Roswell and all those other conspiracies. Uh, Independence Day was still a pretty big movie. Aliens and X- all that X-Files shit. X Files was at its peak, probably right. at that yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. So when a guy shows up and he's like, "I'm from the future," ah, you know, everybody just ate that shit up. Of course. Man. And there's you know, there's something to be said for that. Have you yeah. ever went back and tried to watch X Files? Yes. Yeah. And I mean, they're fun. Yeah. But man, I just am. Mm-mm. How did this get out of the yeah. development yeah. phase? That, that's and it's because of all the alien yeah. hype that was back then, especially in the nineties, man. Yeah. I mean, no, there was shit. a huge, a huge interest in, well, because we were clearly entering a new technological era. Like True. you're basically, if you look at the nineties, it's the breakwater between the computers of the sixties, seventies, eighties, you sort right. of start seeing personal computers, but in the 1990s, mm-hmm. you're watching Green screens turn into color screens, yeah. turn into 8-bit video gaming oh, screens, yeah. turning into 32-bit screens, yeah. turning into like turning into computer animations at a definition that television wasn't even at. Like mm-hmm. as far as the 90s are concerned, you go all the way through it. Jurassic Park yeah. is in the 90s. Probably Jurassic Park and like you mentioned, Independence Day, probably mm-hmm. the two films as far as science, as far as special effects that I'm concerned with are concerned that are in the prime of both. Oh yeah. If you take movie special effects and go all the way back, do you know Ray Harryhausen is, he did uh, like King Kong and okay. Yeah. He's like the earliest father of stop motion. Oh yeah. If you go from that Mm -hmm. to Jurassic park, where it was like a combination of right. giant model robots oh, yeah. built computer generated images just to enhance mm-hmm. existing stop mm-hmm. motion. It's beautiful. Yeah, and it's that like you said, that was a technological jump because you got right. the stop motion and then you have movies like Total Recall, Terminator, Robocop, which is my yeah. favorite movie. Yeah. Sidetrack. Yeah, Terminator yeah. Two. Those yeah, visuals term- yeah. those visuals hold up now. Yeah. The yeah. liquid, but robot. they were more. But they were practical. Yeah, the liquid metal mm-hmm. was more computerized. But like you know, the old even the jump between Terminator and Terminator Two, you could see that they made a lot of advances. Right, and you but know, it was an improvement on an existing art form. Right, you know what I mean. Right. And, and not to get too far down that rabbit hole, but obviously mm-hmm. filmmaking then when they did that correctly, you look at True Lies yeah. when they blew up the yeah, bridges. Yeah, those were models. Right, that holds up now, mm-hmm. and you're willing to suspend disbelief as opposed to like i saw the last jurassic park movie yeah. in the theaters and it was just a cgi i, I didn't i didn't see the last one i couldn't do it man it's just well it's like the it was it's how the last of the original three jurassic park movies yeah. was it was entirely a cgi <laughs> that, cartoon, I mean, that sucks, and man. it was atrocious and the cgi wasn't even you know i uh-huh. also saw coco in the movie theaters like if you're gonna do cgi yeah you know, if you're like do ultra realism right. CGI right. and all you have to do is worry about the dinosaurs. Like you're not doing the people yeah, or anything. Right. No, it's a, uh, it's silly. So there was like a golden, there was a golden era there. And I think definitely people who lived within that era mm-hmm. felt like, you know, we were standing on the precipice of yeah. Star Trek. Like, it yeah. was like, and that was like five years around the corner. Mm-hmm. Like, but like, it, the 90s was definitely a mental rev up for the year 2000 right. as far as tech, technology was concerned. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you look back on it that way, mm-hmm. everything we saw, everything we consumed, we, the way we watched the internet get faster and faster, yeah. and more and more people yeah. on it. You know, yeah. I, think, I know. And I know you and I have talked about this before. I had a whole episode about it when everybody's like, I want to go back to the 90s. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> no, 
you fucking don't, man. There's no way you want to go back to the 90s, how cumbersome everything was. Yeah, absolutely. And it was a shit ton of technology that was coming out, and it was like being pushed out. Yep, exactly. rapidly, it, instantly. Yeah, and it, well, and seeing that was the thing too, though, was that it was still wasn't the the um, the number of people attached to the internet wasn't nearly what it is now because right. now it's like basically everybody, but definitely everyone saw the beginning of this technological right revolution that mm-hmm. has definitely exploded to now. Oh yeah, but also, you know, we're not traveling to the stars. No. You know, we haven't, Mm. there's a lot of problems we haven't solved. There's a whole bunch of problems we've created. Right. (laughs) Right. There's a whole bunch of problems that we have created. Mm -hmm. So I think people now would probably be less receptive Mm -hmm. to a time traveling guy in a forum than they would have been. People now would be like, fuck out of here. There's no fucking way. He, you know, he was really good back then because he had pictures of the device. He had pictures of the car. He had pictures <laughs> of, of lasers that were bent. Back then, everybody ate that shit up like, whoa, he bent a laser. Yep. And for those who don't know, you don't bend lasers. Lasers are no. straight. Yeah. You know, if you bend a laser, then yeah, it's light. I've seen the pictures and I'm like, well, I mean, okay, cool. Yeah. It's light. You can reflect it off stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's light. Yeah. And well, and I don't know. You know, I, I like I don't know that that's not necessarily never going to be possible, but that's an odd thing to be like, look what I can do. This also means I can travel physically through right. time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But like as we've went on ad nauseum, the people then were probably way more receptive to that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think we walked that all the way around. <laughs> I think we did. I think all of it, all of that. <laughs> yeah. about Independence Day and Jurassic Park. Right. I think we wrapped yeah. it all the way and back all, around. And, and that it all guy. connects, man. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. It definitely does. But uh, there was a, I think it was a French, um, uh, uh, they, some, the French did a, uh, a review of it, investigation, and they found that it was just a hoax. Well, yeah. Nah. It was just a hoax, man. Well, I uh, mean, I, I wish they'd have gave me the money. Right. To determine whether or not that right. a time-traveling internet guy. Yeah, who just shows up in a fucking <laughs> Corvette with a time-traveling device, and he's looking for an IBM computer right. that will, in the future... Why didn't he show up in a 2000-whatever Corvette? That would have been convincing. That right? would have been awesome, right? Right. Well, and forensically, it would have been impossible to deny. Like, yeah, this was clearly produced yeah. in a factory. Yeah. It's... You know, specifications are X amount what we assume they mm-hmm. would be, you know... Mm-hmm. Like this now, is. I mean, GM. if he did that back then and it was legit, then okay, cool. You were a time traveler. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. But you also, you know, that's sort of my thing with time travelers and really with anybody mm-hmm. alleging to restructure what I understand about the world around me. Right. It's the same with Bigfoot. Yeah. It's the same with ghost hunters. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with time travelers. Mm-hmm. Like if you could present me yeah. convincing verifiable evidence Mm -hmm. of any of those three things Mm -hmm. you have just reconstructed what it means to be a human being on Mm -hmm. earth you know and i think that you get what i'm saying there, right right but i think for for bigfoot and then ghosts you have some sort of gray area to where they are more likely to be real there's always they're they're always finding new species of animals right and you got to think with bigfoot okay He's smart enough to know, or the family is smart enough to know, okay, this is how we stay away from people. This is how we stay undetectable. With ghosts, even me, I have felt 
you know, mm-hmm. presences of uh, presence of something, you right. know, have I seen ghosts? No, but I honestly believe that. Yeah. Maybe. What, what is the, the cause of it? I don't think that it's necessarily people that have died and right. stick around. I think that leads more into the parallel universe type deal to where somebody is able to project themselves to our universe or some sort of we see them as ghosts. Yeah. Uh, Or some sort of inverted echo of that world. Some sort of like uh, unintended consequence. Right. Like all these cell phone transmissions, like all of a sudden you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, there's a party going on in here that I'm not having. Right. But with with time travel, it is very easy for somebody to be like, I'm a time traveler. Yeah. Look at this shit that I've brought from the future. Right. But it's also but it's never happened. Right. Excuse me. It should also be very easy to disprove a time traveler. True. Right. But yeah, I mean, Bigfoot, ghosts. Mm -hmm. Either way, the the problem with those two things for me is that there is. Because ghosts, okay, like events maybe happen to people, Mm -hmm. feelings like we don't totally understand how energy works. Right. Like you said, parallel universe, whatever. There's weird stuff. There's ball lightning Mm -hmm. is a real thing. Yeah. Like where a ball of lightning floats in your house and explodes Mm -hmm. in electricity. Yeah. However that, whatever that means. Right. Right. So, I mean, I'm not, I, I, like as far as there being a phenomena that explains ghosts, mm-hmm. I understand that. I think most people who see Bigfoot are lying. Yeah, and sometimes people see a bear, but mm-hmm. and but there's a part to that mythology of Bigfoot where they can kind of assume other shapes, or they make themselves very difficult to see. Yeah, there's an incredibly large amount of the Pacific Northwest that's unexplored. Yeah, that you, too. Yeah, you have. You have a foothold mm-hmm. in reality in yeah. some respect. And, see, and I was thinking of that myself the other day, and I posted a video to the Pod Caviar page where there are plenty of places in America alone mm-hmm. that are completely um, uninhabitable because right. of like under, underground coal fires and mm-hmm. shit. And um, there was a place in Oklahoma where they uh, they mined lead and cadmium and ca- uh, ca- cadmium cadmium or some cadmium, shit. Yeah. yeah, and they had to. They had to evacuate that whole place. There's a YouTube channel where a guy goes around and he looks at all these places. And I'm like, look, this is the this this country is so big. Right. And there are a lot of people who come from Europe and other countries and they're like, okay, well, they're used to being a lot of countries close together. So when they come to America, they say things like, We're gonna go to San Francisco and then we're gonna go to New York and we're gonna go to right. Texas in one day and we're like, nah. Yeah, you can't do no, that. You can't do that. No, no, no. no. There's a lot of yeah. people who don't understand how large yeah. the country is, but Yeah. What I will say, though, about all three of those things unequivocally, though, Mm -hmm. is that like while there's an explanation for a few of them, possibly Mm -hmm. there's no evidence anywhere that I see where Mm -hmm. I go. Ooh, that's convincing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no. There's no overwhelming evidence. No. Yeah, absolutely. All three of those things Mm -hmm. are shy of any like valid evidence. Right. Um. I think John Titor was like the closest one to being real. That's why everybody really right. clamped onto him without doing the due diligence. Right. Well, and I think too, then people were probably less, people were most definitely less frequently exposed to the mm-hmm. cockamamie ideas right. of another person. But like with that guy, time travel, especially all of three of those things, it's difficult for you to present me any sort of evidence. And that is, uh, that's kind of where I'm at with conspiracies these days. Yeah. Is that 
I like whenever someone comes to me with a conspiracy, <laughs> yeah. I like to try to think of it like a legal case. Right. You know, I need opportunity, means, and motive. Yeah. Right. And every conspiracy theory, every conspiracy theory has opportunity because something definitely happened. Right. You know, there right. was a mass shooting. Mm-hmm. There was a plane hijacking. There was mm-hmm. a terrorist attack. Mm-hmm. There was an earthquake. Yeah. There was a flood. Yeah. There was a hurricane. Whatever. Mm-hmm. The opportunity was there because obviously the thing happened. Right. Right. And conspiracy theories are always super heavy mm-hmm. on opportunity. Yeah. But means means are sort of in the middle. Like, you know, like the mean isn't an average. Mm-hmm. You know, means to commit a conspiracy by some sort of clandestine global government is always about in the middle yeah because people are like well they have the money to do all these other things but they also do all of those things super inefficiently usually exactly you know to, exactly. to very little benefit to anyone yeah and they would have a hard time keeping it under wraps so mm-hmm. means is always flimsy mm-hmm. and the most difficult part of a conspiracy to ever get anyone to give you something to cling to is motive right because motive is always like right. you look at 9-11 yeah you you're talking. I mean, <laughs> see, see, nine eleven is one where I'm like, wow, like means opportunity motive. Where I'm like, mm. yeah, like the motive, the motive has a little meat to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's a little something to nibble on there. Yeah, you know what I mean? A but, little bit, a little bit. Yeah, and that's well, and see, and those are why they're the big ones. They're the yeah. why, they're though. That's why those are the ones that I've bothered to like mm-hmm. listen to the other side. Yeah, of, you know, because like okay, flat Earth. Oh boy! Right. Let's compare. Let's compare <laughs> conspiracies. Right. Like, you know, JFK. Yeah, all okay. the three the means, motive, opportunity. Those right. are there in droves. Oh yeah. So it and, and even if I even if I don't subscribe to a wackadoo theory about that, mm-hmm. I'm certainly someone who's like, no, there's some questions there mm-hmm. that people don't have answers for that make any sense. True. You know what I mean? True. But you look at something like flat Earth. Yeah. Right. Means to okay. What? <laughs> who has the means <laughs> to keep that under wraps? Right. Who does? Right. Because you're talking the, about the whole planet. Right. The entire planet. You're talking about science. Yes. From all over the world. Yeah. Is somehow converging to lie uh-huh. about the shape of the planet we all live on. Yeah. That we can all freely film, observe, mm-hmm. take measurements. We have rule like all right. this science exists. Right. You can right. look at the shadows in your yard yep. and prove mm-hmm. that the earth is a sphere. Exactly. Like people knew the earth was a sphere. Mm-hmm. Probably 4,000 years of before course. anyone of left our atmosphere. Of course. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's absolutely absurd. So means lacking yeah. motive. What do you There's get? No, yeah, what do you get out of What do you of get this? out of lying about the earth right, being around? Right. You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then opportunity. Where's the opportunity? We're all... how. How many people get on a plane and fly through the sky every single day? I was just about to say that. And everyone intercontinental those, flights happen yeah. every day, all the one time. Happen, it's many happening right now. Right? Yeah, there are thousands <laughs> yeah. of human beings yes. right now above the Earth. Yeah. in a plane mm-hmm. that's being flown in an effort to make make right. benefit of the fact even that the top of our planet is smaller than the middle of it. Yeah. Even then, you can look at like videos from U two spy planes, yeah, where they see the curvature of the Earth, right? Yeah, 
No, well, and a lot of people, and then that's the other side of it, is mm-hmm. that every bit of footage from the International Space Station, yeah, every picture of the Earth, mm-hmm. every all of it, mm-hmm. all every all of it is fake, yeah, for your benefit, yeah, so that you believe in space, right? I've also heard it described as you have to have. There's people who don't believe space exists, right? That we're it. Like there's no space. There's no solar system. <laughs> there's no, none of that. Yeah. See, we're, this, <laughs> yeah. this is this is this is why I get cynical about c- conspiracy theories because yeah. I love listening to them. But there are people in the world who are like, "Oh no, space is fake." And I'm like, "You at least have to have space to have conspiracies." Yeah. Who? And but their conspiracy is like the opposite of other conspiracies in that we're not waiting for an invasion from space. Uh-huh. We're going to be taken over by humans on earth. Okay. Who invented the concept of space mm-hmm. who are going to pretend to be alien invaders. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Well, damn. So that's why I, I mean, Ooh. this long story short, we walked this way around, but that was why I felt like I wanted to revisit John yeah. T tour because I have strong opinions about conspiracies. Oh yeah. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. If you're I, a wacko and you want to, yeah, you want to talk about the moon landing, fine. They're mm-hmm. the all means, mode of opportunity are arguable there. Right. Unlikely. They don't all. None of it really actually holds up if you hold it up to the right thing. But there's questions mm-hmm. and there's people asking them, and their means, mode of opportunity are in line. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And that's and but see, a guy like John Titor is the reason why I get cynical sometimes because I hear about a guy like that, and I'm like, the first person, yeah, ever heard from that guy. Should have been like, okay, means, mode of opportunity. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have no idea what that little hissy sound is. I'm glad you heard that, too. Yeah. I thought it was just my headset. No, I heard it. I'm sure there. It's probably. It's the, it's the FBI. It's, it's the, the NSA. Drone, yeah. The That's NSA it, drone. <laughs> exactly. We both knew what it yeah. was. Nice try, Uncle Sam. Maybe maybe next yeah, time. Is that one motherfucker. They're on to it again. God yep. damn it. Right. Shut them down. Um. I do need to take a break, but I don't remember how long I needed to take a break for. So we'll just take a little yeah, break. Let's take a break. And then it. I'll uh, punish myself with some video editing later. Are you tired of ruining your clothes with vomit every time someone mentions LeBron? Sometimes being clutch is being so good through the first three quarters of the game that it is not in question in the fourth quarter of the game. <laughs> Sick of replacing costly electronics and furniture when LeBron says something like this? I feel confident because I'm the best player in the world. Or this? I told you my legacy is bigger than basketball. I've always told you that. Or this? I think for me, the worst thing is when I actually go and talk to the ref and they say, uh, it was not. <laughs> or this? And for me, it's even more frustrating because I know how I'm, I'm officiated at times. Then you need LeBucket. LeBucket is a patented system consisting of a comfortable bucket you wear like a backpack in reverse. LeBucket reduces costly cleaning bills that result from the sports media, NBA officials, and the dumbest guy at your job trying to convince you that this second-rate Magic Johnson is the greatest player who ever lived. Get yours today by visiting capfsports.com or by calling 847-665-9238. It's the LeBucket. Never get caught off guard by that idiot at work again. And we're back. General, uh, do you have a good break? Yes. <laughs> Holy shit, that caught me off guard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it was a good break. I think it was a good break for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you definitely had a look on your face like, did I do something? <laughs> nope. 
no, we all just used the bathroom. Yes, and we we're did. Back. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, so we're getting to the age where bathroom breaks will become more and more prominent in our lives. You know. <sighs> You ever thought about that? I have. And I mean, especially <laughs> in the world of podcasting, because I see no end in sight for me and you doing right. podcasts yeah. together. So there may be a time where we're both old as shit. Yeah. And we're like, all right, that was a good two and a half minutes. <laughs> By then, maybe we'll have a podcast studio with a bathroom like in it. And we'll you That'd know, be fucking alternate. Awesome. Who knows how oh, it'll yeah. go down. A lot of bathroom talk for the first half of the second half of this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, although that's happened a lot on my podcast. Yeah. Who am I lying to? All right. Um, so, second half of this podcast, I feel like, oh, like, we have an obligation to acknowledge the NBA Finals. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it. I'm sick of it. I, I'm right? sick of that whole fucking sport. I've had so much of it. I'm sick of it. Yeah. It's, it's clearly it's rigged. Undeniably. Yeah. Here's a question: How many games have to be? hinged on a few calls and how many scandals involving officials yeah does the nba need to suffer through before people will be like i'm not staying up for this no last night i stayed up and watched the cubs play the mets in a regular season game in the first third of the season till the 14th inning Mm -hmm. because i felt like i was being entertained and i felt like the outcome of the game Mm -hmm. would be based on what the guys on the field did right more than ever. Yeah. I'm actually against replay in baseball, but that's a whole different discussion. Uh, yeah. Other than in the playoffs, I think the baseball season should just, mm-hmm. like, let's get this. The umpire said that happened. That's what happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, not to go. I f- mean, and they even did the uh, whole implement the replay in the MLB. Do they still have that? I haven't mm-hmm. watched the MLB game ever because the Orioles are 17 and fucking 41. They're going yeah. for the worst record ever in the history of MLB. They are looking They're, they're in that category but i will say the cubs have won seven straight mm-hmm. feeling good um but yeah they still have replay and yeah. it's very silly yeah and when they do it it definitely as in the nfl as in any sport yeah you're like oh this moment just happened you're either super excited or mm-hmm. super angry mm-hmm. and you had this moment and then mm-hmm. the game goes on or the game's over or whatever right. and you go to bed and you get up and you go to work yeah you know what i mean like replay has brought the joys of work to your leisure time we're like oh you got to get it right yeah you yeah. gotta get it yeah. right we're gonna have somebody else look at it right. to make sure it's right yeah and a bunch of dudes in new york who exactly i want it they i trust them oh yeah to tell yeah. me what yeah. happened right yeah so other sports have an issue mm-hmm. right nba is on the court mm-hmm. awful yeah like on the court yeah like the better team is getting the calls yeah unless it's required that these two teams play each other for a slightly longer amount of time. Right. And we are now in the fourth Mm -hmm. consecutive meeting Mm -hmm. between the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Right. All of the games leading up to this point Mm -hmm. were designed to make you think it won't be those two teams. Exactly. Until the last moment. Officiating. Yeah. And the uh, construction of the opposing right. rosters right. continued yeah. to allow it to yeah. go past that. Because everybody thought it was going to be the Rockets and the Celtics. And then as, that's, as those series, fuck me and a lot of other people. No. Not the fucking. Not me. No. I didn't believe it for really? one. I had a sliver of hope. One. Because you got to understand how those series went. 
Yeah, I hoped. Yeah, I hoped. Yeah, I was in there. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. Yeah, these two teams are being outclassed as they as those series progress. Though you're like, oh fuck, here we go again. Yep, here we fucking Groundhog Day. Yep, exactly. We're stepping in the in the puddle. Time is a flat circle. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. Yep. Nah. Yeah, and another it remind me we're gonna do a whole podcast about Groundhog Day because that is a <laughs> highly underrated movie. It is possibly one of the most brilliant nightmare scenarios, mm-hmm. sort of like what if movies yeah. ever created. Oh yeah, but without doing too much imagining, if you were a basketball fan, mm-hmm. that's your life. It is, and every season they're like, someone may beat these guys. Yeah, someone might beat these guys. Yeah, no, they won't. And they do the whole reshuffling of teams. Yep. This player will go from here. This player will go from here. This player will sign here. And then here we go. Now they're going to be a powerhouse. No, they're not. No. Nope. No, they're do not. They, do, are they Golden State or Cleveland? No. Then the mm-hmm. odds are stacked against them. Right. The sliver of hope I had mm-hmm. of a Boston-Houston NBA Finals was that I was like, maybe the NBA is like, how cool would this be? Yeah. If it wasn't right. all these guys. Right. But I have a feeling NBA owners, yeah. particularly the owners of the two most profitable franchises mm-hmm. in basketball, were mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah, right. We're just going to make, yeah. we're, we're going like, to. On paper, it sounds yeah. great, but no, we're not going to do I that. I wish I could remember the guy's name of the most recent zebra in the NBA who went to prison for the for taking money uh, for throwing Yeah, I remember games. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. that gentleman, the, the main thing that he said that stuck with me, because a lot of people were like, oh, he got busted, so he just started naming names. No, the thing no, that he no. said to me was, uh, over overall, what meant the most to me was that he said, there were referees in the NBA, like all, basically all of them who were company men. Mm-hmm. Like it was, a, it was a culture within the NBA that if the NBA was like, this series needs to go to seven games, mm-hmm. it has to go to seven games. Mm-hmm. My uncle who took me to Bulls games in the nineties, right. right. In the early nineties, mm-hmm. took me to Bulls games. I saw Michael Jordan play a number of times with mm-hmm. my own, with the two eyes that are sunk into my skull. Mm-hmm. Right. He used to always say, uh, the officiating, this is all just in an effort to perpetuate the series yeah. and get it to the end. Yeah. I was too young to see it as I got older and started seeing the NBA that right. way. Started making a lot of sense. Yeah. And then a man who was busted mm-hmm. for being a crooked referee is to no benefit of his own. Like, yeah, this whole thing mm-hmm. is crooked. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, once once we got to that point, I feel confident in being like the NBA has now just constructed mm-hmm. this new rebels versus empire yeah. Cheerio cereal yeah. box. Nonsense. And it really doesn't work out. It's not working out at all. No, it's because of LeBron. They're getting it though. They're getting money. They're, they're doing this for LeBron. Yeah. That's well, all it is. Well, of course it is. I mean, you look at the East, yeah. I would not be surprised if Boston makes some personnel moves in the yeah. run up to next season that yeah. where people are like, what? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Why would you do that? That makes you less competitive. Right. It was the same thing that happened to the Bulls 
few years ago when uh, LeBron was still playing for Miami. Uh, yeah. They, when when Derrick Rose beat them in Game right. Six of the right. of the Eastern Conference Finals mm-hmm. with a last second buzzer beater, mm-hmm. uh, the you know LeBron reciprocated the next day, which was infuriating. But after yeah. that season, they essentially dismantled that team for no reason and put Joakim Noah on the bench, and yep. no one has been able to explain to me no. why Joakim Noah rode the bench all exactly. the way until he went to exactly. New York. Yeah. Why? Yeah, me either. And I don't care. And people are like, well, statistically, him versus the guy they put in for. And I'm like, no, no, no. Joakim Noah was a force. Yes, he was. Right? And and he was like hated LeBron. Mm-hmm. He was the he was LeBron James, Charles Barkley. Yeah. And was younger. Like, yeah. Was going to be around. Exactly. Like as long as LeBron James was in the East, mm-hmm. he was going to have to deal with Joakim Noah. Yeah. And for no goddamn reason, Thibodeau is no longer the head coach of the Bulls, and right. Joakim Noah is riding the bench. Yep. The NBA is horseshit. Yes. Absolutely. And that's why I don't watch it. I really wish you disagreed with me because it's so easy. Because uh, right. Because so much goddamn sense. <laughs> right. We're both Bulls fans. Mm-hmm. You know, so... <laughs> Well, not there's exactly. no there's no there's no conflict there because we both right. saw the same shit. It was like what the fuck? Yeah, you know you remember. Yeah, that that Bulls team, Luol Deng, and even Boozer wasn't like really pulling his weight, but he was out there. Yeah, he was out there. And he made the, buckets and shit. Yeah, and when he, he was in the postseason right. down there getting boards. Yeah, you know, you, all you really needed to do to beat Miami was stop LeBron James, even yeah. though at one point, what, what, didn't they have the Marcus Allen coming off the bench yeah. just like draining threes yeah. one year? Yeah. And they still lost to San Antonio? Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, we all we all watched it happen. We watched when LeBron has lost in the playoffs since he went to Miami, mm-hmm. you've watched teams from the West who were capable of beating the system. Mm-hmm. Like you, they were like, you look, if dudes are draining yeah. wide open threes, yeah. you can't call fouls. No, you can't, you call, can't you do can't that. Do no. anything. No. Dirk Nowitzki finally wakes up and is like, oh, I'm a huge giant yeah. dude who yeah. can shoot. Oh, yeah. And Remember he did that? that. Yeah. And it was glorious. Yes. Nothing. Yeah. since Really since that little mm. bit of pushback, mm-hmm. nothing. Right. You have to be Golden State. You got to be. And Golden State, Golden State is designed to beat their mm-hmm. officials yeah. to beat LeBron. You know what they're yeah. not designed to do though is get me to watch it. That's true. It's just I'll wait. That's true. If they go game seven, it's, it's not exciting for me anymore. It's not the fucking Celtics versus the Lakers. It's no. not the Spurs versus the Heat. It's not the the Mavericks versus it's the not, Heat. It's not. Nah. It's not exciting. You know. Nope. It's not. It's not even back in the day anymore. where it was like you know Chicago versus Houston and you know even Chicago versus Portland. You know before the finals. You know yep. it, it's not exciting to me anymore. Exactly. It's not, it's not the Lakers and the Kings when back when the Kings were you know had Chris Webber and they were doing good. And right. Shit. Well, it's so few teams that are constructed equally enough to compete with the compete with each other like right. in that realm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like to be at that high echelon of play. Yeah. You know, you look at the teams that Jordan beat and look at how many games Savage Jordan played in and look at how many elimination games he went off. Right. And that's great. And pe- But people ascribe that to LeBron and I call bullshit. Yeah, it is bullshit. Because I'm like, yeah, well, okay, so that was, those are his numbers in elimination games. Mm-hmm. How many of those elimination games did they go ahead and lose? Right. And how many games before those elimination games did he shut it down in the third quarter? Right. Because he's worried about what other people were doing. Yeah. Yeah. So little. <sighs> well, there's no there's no heart in the NBA anymore. No, and there's I no. I wonder. 
I wonder what the fix is because I because I look at this most recent NBA season and I mm-hmm. see that the Sixers mm-hmm. are all of a sudden, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, dude, mm-hmm. a couple years ago, the Sixers were the worst basketball team I'd ever seen. Yeah. Well, they tanked for a couple seasons and they, yeah. they, that's where the trust the process theme yeah. came from because yeah. they were like, look, we're getting high draft picks. Yeah, and no, that, that's they, why yeah, they, they trust the process is that yeah, they literally loaded that team with dudes from gyms in Philadelphia. Where yeah, like hey, you want to play professional yeah, yeah, basketball? Yeah. You play in the NBA? Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah come on. Got league minimum. For oh you. yeah, <laughs> no, but I mean, you look at that and you look at like the expansion of those teams, and that's mm-hmm. the that's the thing that sort of keeps you on the hook. Yeah. Problem is, I just don't know if you're ever going to be rewarded until two new super teams are crowned. Mm-hmm. You know, and from yeah. the NBA's perspective, you look at it. You had the Bulls. Mm-hmm. You had all these like upstart dynasties that the yeah. Bulls just demolished in right. the nineties, right? <laughs> right. And then you have the early two thousands where it's like menace to society out there, yeah. and like that. To me, that's a like after Jordan left the league. Yeah. There's a I have a soft spot for the Allen Iverson, oh, yeah. Anthony Peeler era yeah. of NBA basketball. Hell you know, yeah. like, where where Melo cut his teeth too. You know, yeah. like when the when the NBA was still a little bit, you know, more difficult to mm-hmm. get through than a, you know, cricket season. Oh yeah. You know, and I, and, but I think that they recognized that that was difficult to keep people's attention on and went back and in, in mass went back on that nineties. Yeah. Sort of, uh, they, they wanted to reclaim the yeah. greatness of that Yeah, but it's not going to work. Without it being it's not overly work. violent or people talking too much or having Twitter or having ideas right. or any of that. Mm-hmm. I don't, LeBron James got millions of dollars and is 18 years old and mm-hmm. has allegedly never cheated on his wife, who was the woman he was dating when he was in high school. Right. I'm supposed to trust that dude. <laughs> I don't trust any of that shit. You, tr- I, you I trust that guy? Yeah, right. I'm Come like... On. Ooh, this guy is someone to be admired. No, right, no, you uh-uh. eat children, yeah, or yeah. even even when Jordan was in his prime, he still had skeletons that we knew Ooh, about that shit. Yeah, we fucking knew about Ooh, that shit. Yeah, oh, we knew about yeah. that shit. We knew why he wanted to go play baseball. He was, yeah, <laughs> he to go play baseball because he was gambling. Yeah. The NBA didn't want to have Michael Jordan be Pete Rose. Right. So they were like, go to Pete Rose's sport <laughs> yeah, exactly. while we sort this yeah. shit out. <laughs> we knew about that shit of and course. we still accepted him because it was real. It was like, okay, we get it. Yeah. Well, and that's when, why is that hard to imagine when you talk about athletes? When people uh, are right. like, yeah. oh, this guy's 22 yeah. years old and just made $100 million and cheated on his wife who was his girlfriend when he was 13. Right. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Those were fun days. Yeah. LeBron James and Steph Curry, I'm mm-hmm. not buying it. I'm not buying it. Maybe they're banging each other. Something. Uh, Something. I would, I would not cheat. If I was Steph Curry, I wouldn't cheat on Aisha Curry. She's kind of hot. She's pretty hot. Well, yeah, true. By comparison. Yeah. By comparison. But I and I and I think I don't think that that's Steph Curry's high school sweetheart or anything. Uh, no, I don't either. think it is, no. Yeah. But LeBron James is a creepy. Yeah. He's a yeah, something's off about that dude, man. Off, like, yeah. I went to high school and then I was a millionaire and then I had two kids yeah. and they're like all well behaved and I'm married. No, as soon as he came in the NBA, he's already King James. King yeah. James. I'm like, nobody. Uh, uh, something's off. Nobody about that is guy, that man. guy. 
And to his to his credit, he does a lot for his community. Off to the his court. credit, he's a phenomenal basketball player. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, he yeah. is a good basketball I talk player. Shit he about does a LeBron lot of shit James because he's off not the Michael court Jordan. Because yeah. he does a lot. You know, mm-hmm. he does do a lot. That's not shit on him outside of basketball, but as far as the realm of the NBA, he does a lot of shady shit. Yeah. Well, and he's and it's been thrown in our face, and ESPN is on board with that shit too. Of course, they're putting it all together. Yeah. Le- yeah. We've done thirty minutes. I don't fucking LeBron James. Goddamn NBA yeah, Finals. I don't, know. I don't know. Can we close this out on something brief and uh, positive? Is there uh, anything going on in the world that you can think <laughs> of right now? Let me look here. Welcome to the One Grand Army Podcast.